Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Sorry, I'm picking up all my fake nails. Uh, those are your nails? They're fake. Done. I know. Heinous. I know. It's nasty. Are there more? Can you just do it now? It's all gone. Ugh. Okay. Sorry. No, I just hate nails. Especially in the cold right now where they're so brittle. Ew. I, I have to push them down with my teeth to make sure they're still there. <laughs> I ever, you better hope Allison never get. Well, Allison wouldn't get acrylics, but I can't. I really like, like, oh wow, what a torture that would be. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Well, they're gone now. Okay, good. How you doing? Besides the fact, it's that... just making me think of that Texas Chainsaw Massacre scene where he's scratching the walls okay. so hard that his nails literally fall off of his finger. Okay, all right. Well, that's oh, why now I, we're in the same place. No, I'm just saying this is why I don't watch these fucking movies because they ruin things like nails. Uh, probably. sounded real classy i was waiting for that <laughs> i saw you do it like ninja fast you're like this is the moment don't mess it up i like stared you right in the eye <laughs> you forced me into a moment with you that That's was what i typically do with, that, with others i force them into moments with me yep but uh so let's crack into it i'm still not drinking so La- oh. Lacroix it is Lacroix, it is. Which one is this this time? Oh, my favorite. Pomplemousse. Oh, that's not my favorite. Did you know that Deirdre wrote her acceptance? (laughs) Not her acceptance letter. Yeah, well, her her, college letter. Her college essay. She went to UVA and she got in because she wrote an essay about the word (laughs) pomplemousse and how it's her favorite word. Blaze, literally, I texted him earlier and he goes, (laughs) I said, Can you pick up some Lacroix from the store? And he goes, What flavor? And I said, Pomplemousse. And then he just sends a question mark and he goes, was that text meant for me? (laughs) Yeah, it means grapefruit in French. And he was like, oh, wow. Well, don't I feel like a boob? (laughs) Hey, why are you saying that? And B, duh, everyone knows that. I thought for a second this was my number one go-to tangerine. I think. Because, you know, I love uh, a good orange flavor. Tangerine's pretty good, too. Lime is second best always. I like this one. And I like the peach pear one. I like all these except the one we drank last week. That was the crayon. You don't like that one? That I did not like. You drank two of them. <laughs> I was thirsty. Actually, I think you, overall... Actually, you, I was just desperate. Well, all right. 
Um, I my dad listened to a recent episode. He didn't listen to the episode. He only listened to the first ten minutes to see if I've moved anywhere or like oh, that's nice. Got a new job. Um, and he called me and was like, "I thought." He goes, first of all, it's pronounced La Croix. Second of all, are they your sponsor or what? You didn't tell me this. And I'm like, no, they're not Hello, La Croix. <laughs> I was like, no, they're not. And he goes, well, you make it sound like they are. And I was like, well. They really fucking should be. They should be. France, are you listening? France, Pomplamoose. That's nice of your father to actually, like, listen to the show. My father, like, barely even knows that we have a fucking show. He only calls me and asks me about the show when he thinks he has sage business advice for us. Oh, sure, yes. And he's like, as a business owner, put it on the cloud, put it on the cloud. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dad. And he's like, so what's your game plan? What's your game plan for this? Jesus. And I was like, to keep going. And he was like, all right, sounds like a good game plan. I'm Glad like, you've thought do you this think through. you're a sports commentator? What is your fucking deal? <laughs> what if we had a sports commentator for the podcast? We do. His name's Gary Schultz. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> anyway. So anyway. So anyway, your father's supportive. Mine thinks he kind of is. You know, right. he's very proud of us. He just doesn't know what he's proud of. That's kind of a dad thing, I feel like. I think that is a dad. Yeah. I can't wait to be a fucking parent. I'm going to be so proud of my kids, and they'll be like, do you even know what's going on? And I'll be like, no, no I don't. <laughs> but you're alive, and that's all that matters to me in the legal system. And Aunt Christine is toasting to you oh, with wine. You're going to be such the classic drunk aunt. Oh, I'm so excited. Cannot wait. Cannot wait either. You'll just show up unexpected with boxes of wine. You'll be like, drink these with me. And they'll be like, I'm five. <laughs> and you'll be like, we all start sometime. <laughs> like, me too. <laughs> uh, I don't know, condone underage drinking. Disclaimer. Allison's really living the dream right now. If like her college roommate slash best friend is going to be like the pseudo aunt to her child one day. How weird is that, huh? Uh, you know, yes. Ah, that's just, that's just, that's just good stuff. That's comedy gold, I think. I think it's a sitcom in the making, really. Allison, are you listening? Hello? She does listen to us all the time. You know what's really cute about Allison? That she'll absolutely not want this broadcasted, but here we are. I have a show. Ha ha ha. She falls asleep to our show. <gasps> also kind of a sicko. I'm sorry. Are we boring? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, she, she likes the sounds of our voice. We're soothing. Yeah, but as we talk about murder and the paranormal. Oh, so sure. she's also kind of Looney Tunes. Yeah, I mean... Whatever, I'm dating her. It's not like it's, that's a surprise. Did we think I would find a sane one? A normal no. person. Why are you drinking? Um, I don't know. Because I can't drink still, and I feel like it's been long enough. Are you in the phase where you're, like, used to this now? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely... I'm on day 17. Have you forgotten your, your love of wine? No. Never. You can still taste it. It's waiting for me. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm just like over it a little bit. Mm -hmm. What about you? Why are you drinking? Um, I don't know why I'm drinking either. Oh, I'm drinking because I'm nervous for this weekend to meet your friends. Oh, yeah. Our Allison's and my college roomies are coming to town. Which it's not just like I'm nervous to meet my friends' friends, like your friends, right. but I'm meeting my girlfriend's yeah, that's friends. True. And I've yet to meet any of my girlfriend's friends. Oh, interesting. Well, you realize that? Get ready. I know. She moved here to my town with my friends and now I'm like, oh man, <laughs> now turn. I have to now I gotta switch it up. So luckily you're friends with them too. I know. So you'll have a support system. And you can like warn me ahead of time like <laughs> how to swindle in into their hearts. I to swindle into their hearts, yes. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to just take the heart itself. No, you don't want to like... I want to do it on a spiritual level. You want to do it on a, like a slightly illegal level. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, a thousand Black percent. market 
love a good illegal swindle. Well, all swindles are illegal. Oh, right. So black market. Just a theft in general, actually, I'd like to commit. Yeah. I love a good theft. Don't we all? Yeah. All right. Got any updates for me? I see that little finger wagging <laughs> on your keypad. <laughs> I keep glancing over. <laughs> I'm like, what do you got to say? <laughs> well, I want to dedicate this episode to one of our $25 patrons. Okay. Named? Tristan. Love Tristan. Tristan. How you doing? Tristan recommended a paranormal story. How do you know it's that, Tristan? Oh, I don't know. Because I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I asking. I assumed. Well, because Trist- I, I just recently saved one in our in our file from someone named Tristan. Oh, so I'm maybe just it's you, putting Tristan. It. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. You know, my first boyfriend's name was Tristan. No way. Actually, my second boyfriend's name was Tristan. Oh, my gosh. It was in high school. It was a weird time. What a special place he ha- holds in your heart. He was on the football team. Wow. So that makes me cool, right? Yes. He also went to public school. So Whoa, like, pretty badass. He's also a great guy. I just I just want to put that out there. <laughs> We're all very impressed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want people thinking I dated a bad boy, you know. Tristan, are you on the football team? Not anymore, no. No, this Tristan. Oh, damn it. We're talking about our Tristan now. I just assume all Tristans are the same person. Oh, maybe. Tristan, did I date you in high school? Oh, my God. It's your first boyfriend. Oh, hey, second, buddy. Second boyfriend. Second boyfriend. Tristan, you live in Georgia. Congratulations. Thank you for supporting our podcast. All right. All right. I'll take it. Anyway, that's all the news I have, except that uh, I'm going to say it every time. Come to CrimeCon in May. May 4th to May 6th, Nashville. That's right. Nashville, Tennessee will be there. And, and our promo code is ATWWD. All right. Use it. You get a discount. Use it. Don't lose it. And come meet us. And booze it. Booze it up with me. And Christy will not be on Whole30 anymore. Thank God. Can you imagine? No. Um, <laughs> don't even put that on my head. Also, someone did ask if Gio was coming. I'm just going to say no now. No, because... It's just... It, we're not allowed. That would be quite a hassle. And also, it's too hard to travel with him. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We will have a geo-related surprise for anybody who comes to meet us. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. ATWWD is yes. our promo code. All right. Let's go. Let me get my... I forgot to get my laptop. <laughs> it is over here. Okay. Do you like that sound mm-hmm. that I made as an 80-year-old who's actually in a 25-year-old body? You know, now that I know you... Even though I'm a 25-year-old and an 80-year-old body. Now that you, now that I know you uh, dated a football player, I'm just too blinded by how cool you are. Listen. To hear anything You else. and my girlfriend and my mother are the only three people who say that to me. Just kidding, Allison doesn't. Um, <laughs> Your mother does? <laughs> yeah, my mom thinks I'm so cool, guys. Oh, God. Sometimes I ask Allison if she thinks I'm cool, and she's like, no. And I'm like, all right, that's fair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, today, though, I will say, one of my coworkers, Allison, maybe you can answer for everyone else. Actually, everyone else go ask Allison, because when I ask, she doesn't take it seriously. Oh, tell me. Today, one of my coworkers asked me, what is Allison, like, how does she feel dating a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> Which one, Sorry. hysterical, too, Allison, I'd like to know. Um, my sister called me and said, all my friends are so impressed that my sister is famous and your I, sister is such a dynamo i almost cried in my car i was like this is the sweetest thing anyone has ever said to me your sister recently started following me on instagram and i i was like a little starstruck oh my yeah she's way cooler than me she's so cool she'll always be cooler than me i like that she just doesn't give a shit she's no, like she i'm not. here to be myself she's ready like, to rock and roll i like dragons it's fine 
She's so cool. She's just... Also, it helps that her name starts with a Z. It actually starts with an F, but... Well, <laughs> but, you Close. Know, her nickname. Oh, that's like, true. Like, on her social media. Yeah, yeah. She just developed that nickname. I wonder she... if it will stick. It's sticking with me. All right. It's friend sticking. Oh, my God. Apparently, her, uh, her uh, color guard coach, I think, listens to us. Oh, my. So, hi. Well, hello. You better make uh, Christine's sister the number one star Color guard. <laughs> flag. Flag twirler. <laughs> She's never going to be the... Nope, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say she gets her athletic jeans from me. <laughs> By the way, guys, I did 23 and me. Let's talk about that real quick. I thought you did a... You told me you did a long time ago. I did do it a long oh. time ago. And I also, like, didn't really understand how crucial it can be. Like no surprise nothing great's coming for me in my dna but like i recently re-looked at it now that i kind of care more about the stats and all that like my medical health and all that and it says that i am predisposed to being underweight and having (laughs) extreme athleticism (laughs) (laughs) Um, did you not see my tweet that i posted like two weeks ago which one i said 23 and me there's been a mistake you yes i did see that i did Okay, so we basically got the same results. We're, but mine was predisposed to being overweight, so I don't uh, know. I want to swap. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, 23 Me? Are they just trying to make everyone feel better about themselves? I don't know, but a lot of uh, relatives, quote of mine, have reached out to me, and they don't even look it's like It's creepy, me. I know. I uh, accidentally signed Blaze up for that, and he's so mad because he keeps getting these emails <laughs> from strangers. Anyway, I just wanted to let everyone know that my DNA is actually uh, betraying me. <laughs> Or I'm betraying my DNA. Maybe really. that's it. Yeah, it's like um, your muscle composition is that of elite athletes yes. or something. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so absurd. That's the one. I, I'm I, like, what muscles? I tweeted that at 23andMe and they were like, not every one of our things is 100% reliable. It's like, okay, but is any of it? It was a joke, 23andMe. Actually, you know, when 23andMe becomes our sponsor, we're going to have to scrap this episode. <laughs> what? All of a sudden we're going to be like, wow, it was so right. I am an athlete. <laughs> Look at me. An athlete milkshake chugger. Oh, man. Olympics, here we come. Oh, Ready God. F- what? Barbara Streisand. 23andMe became our sponsor? <laughs> We're athletes now, and we have a new life ahead of oh, us. Oh, man. It, Allison, what's it like to date an athlete? <laughs> um, apparently, Barbara Streisand just had her dog cloned. So Not surprised. Obviously tagged me in that post. <laughs> But uh, thanks, Jamie, for tagging me in that. Lane. I mean, I back in high school, I remember following like the first cloned sheep yeah, or something Dolly. like that. Dolly, yeah. So it's about time that celebrities start doing this. Why do you think Dolly wasn't a llama? <sighs> <laughs> See, my thought, my thought went to Dolly Parton. So oh. we're different people. We could clone her too. Oh, we oughta. I'm pretty sure all Dollies are the same, just like all Tristans are the same. That is a fact. Are you also a robot now? Yeah, I'm actually the clone of me. Oh my god, 23andMe is really confusing. <laughs> I'm ready to tell you a story. Okay, I'm ready to hear it because I need to stop talking. Um, This one is a doozy. Uh, you said you were excited, now I'm excited. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's usually how vibes work. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Um, okay, so this is an urban legend. <gasps> oh man, is it? No, Would I you guess? like to guess? Is it Cropsy? No. Oh. Although I don't understand the hype of that one. 
I'm going to have to look into it more because I am not vibing with crops. I guess it's more of a true crime one anyway. Um, I don't know. All right. It involves my people, the Russians. Why are they your people? Because I'm Russian. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. What the hell are you talking about? Go look at my 23andMe. I am. <laughs> no, really, I am Russian. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm literally all of like the like the Jewish lands. I'm Russia. Like Eastern Europe, basically. Russia, Austria, Poland. And then I'm also German. Schultz. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just all of the whitest countries that exist. Um, well, on my dad's side were a lot of Irish folk. Mm. But I, I have no UK blood in me. Just all Germans. What? I have no like UK area blood in me. Oh. No, I'm very like potato famine. I thought you were Russian. Now I'm confused. You're like I'm a hundred percent Russian. I never said a hundred percent. I just said I'm I'm also Irish. You said you were a hundred percent Jewish countries, and then you said I'm pretty much the potato famine. I'm just I'm I am very Jewish. Hey, there's your brother. Oh Jesus, that scared me. You're like looking over your shoulder, my shoulder. Oh yeah, he's just waving. Oh, we did the nod, did the cool oh, he's nod. Too cool for me. God, he's like the Fonz. <sighs> All right. If thinking about salsa in a variety of delicious flavors and heat levels makes your mouth water, you need to check out Green Mountain Gringo. And make sure to turn the jar around and take a look at its clean backside, a list of its all-natural ingredients. Of course, that's what I meant, of course. And all their products are preservative-free, too. With the medium salsa, you get hearty chunks of tomatoes, tomatillos, peppers, and onions in every scoop. I'm reading the ad and my mouth is watering. Uh, anyway, the hot salsa brings flavorful heat to every meal with each bite containing jalapenos, serrano peppers, and other savory herbs. Plus, they've got a hot sauce with a tangy, spicy flavor that enhances the simplest of meals. It's perfect for avocado egg toast or tacos. I sort of feel like they're reading my mind because I put salsa on almost everything, but specifically, I use their salsa. I use usually the medium salsa and then uh, also the hot sauce on my avocado egg toast. And I don't know how the script knew that maybe everybody eats this but i always make toast with avocado and then i put scrambled eggs on top and i put salsa i can't eat it without salsa and the green mountain gringo is always there for me in the fridge because it really adds to i mean any meal if you're me but definitely the eggs avocado toast situation visit greenmountaingringo.com and start shopping use the store locator to find green mountain gringo products get inspiration for recipes and purchase products using promo code podcast 24 for 20 percent off that's promo code podcast 24 and don't forget to check out their backside <laughs> this episode is brought to you by progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly 750 dollars on average plus auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Tell me, what is the urban legend from well, Russia? Well, also, like, wait, it's not DLF Pass. No, it's not an urban legend. No. Okay. <laughs> no but also um the russians my blood people we all know yes. my real people are the canadians right that's why i was confused first no the canadians would never do something like this uh -oh. so um the this is in the 1940s and the russians were conducting a lot of oh boy experiments oh boy oh boy oh boy, oh boy. that I'm were scared. controversial oh my 
this is the Russian sleep experiment. What? Do you know about it? No. It's code name, according to our government, says Google, um, (laughs) is called Orange Soda. What? So that's the name of the, that's the code name of this experiment. Keenan and Kel. I thought, I thought about doing a Who Loves Orange Soda and then the answer being the Russians. But then. (laughs) You don't seem thrilled about it. I didn't want to get all like radical. So. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty radical. The most radical I've ever been. So anyway, just scoot into my mic. Get real ready with our La Croix. Listen. Pamplemousse. Pamplemousse is ready. La Croix de la Pamplemousse. Pamplemousse is ready. Everyone has stopped listening to us, (laughs) especially the Parisians. (laughs) The Parisians. My people. I'm 100% Parisian. (laughs) I'm Russian and French. And I'm also the potato famine. So... Uh, they, the, the Russians, sure. they, those yes, people, those ones. Um, so they had the, this was around world war two area. They were conducting controversial experiments, including sleep studies, and they needed test subjects. So at a time like this, who better to peel from than prisoners of war mm. and pol- just political prisoners in general that were deemed enemies of the state that way Nobody felt bad, apparently, on doing these things. Sure. So these prisoners who became their inmates and subjects agreed to do this stuff because they were promised freedom if they complied with the study. Oh, that's fucked up. Well, you're right. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) For once in our friendship. I've been waiting for this moment. We all know you're always right. You just (laughs) let me look like I fucking take the cake. So, um... The study was to keep these subjects awake. It was a sleep experiment. So it was actually an anti-sleep experiment because mm. they were not sleeping. Very misleading. Because mm. um, if I was told I'm part of a sleep study, Same. I'd be like, where do I sign? Sign me the fuck up. So apparently this quote sleep quote study was to keep them awake for 30 days straight. Oh, no. What is why? I guess you're going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you why. That's just... It's just the. Ins- I'm imagining it was like they wanted to see if they could stay awake longer, so like soldiers could fight longer, Jeez. be on longer shifts, or some shit like that. Oh no! So the researchers used five subjects. Oh my god! We don't know like where they're from or anything. We don't know where like how they became prisoners. Just like I don't know if they're off the battlefield or since they're political prisoners. If oh they, sure. Like I don't know how they became how they got In into their pool. hands. Yeah. yeah. Um. They were uh, put into airtight, sealed rooms, and they were monitored for their oxygen intake because Mm. the study was that they were going to be kept awake in a chamber where it was being flooded with experimental gas-based stimulants. For God's sake. To keep them awake. So they were in airtight, sealed rooms, and they were being monitored mainly for the oxygen intake um, than anything else. Just to see if they'd even stay alive because the gas was really toxic, especially in such high concentrations, and it was fooling for 30 days straight. Oh, my God. Um, the only other way that they were being observed, um, closed-circuit cameras didn't exist yet. Sure. So they only relied on microphones, um, and the wiring like flooded into like some sort of system that they could listen to on their end. And um, 
thick glass porthole windows. Oh, how creepy. So, like, they had to, like, look, literally look in, like, put their face in to see what's going on. Oh, how creepy is that? So, the chamber had a five-month stock of books, cots, dried food, and running water. Oh, okay. So, they, I mean, they needed to, like, keep themselves, like, alive by necessity. So, um, it gave them something to do. Okay. And they had enough to keep them all satiated for five months i thought it was 30 days yeah they still had like a five month stock so oh 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 i see what you're saying um that way they can never say like i'm hungry like five months although we all know i probably eat five months worth of food in 30 <laughs> days so you were like i finished my dinner uh my coworker literally brought me pizza today for lunch that she had at a party yesterday and they were like we're just getting rid of these extra pies of pizza unless you know someone who'll eat them and she grabbed like two pies and was like I know someone and <laughs> brought it to work today. She goes, I know someone, and then looks at the camera. Yeah, with like winks. a Jim Halpert smile. <laughs> yeah. So, so. First five days. They were eating a lot of pizza. No, that, I ate all of it today. Oh, whoops. Um, everything was fine. Enough. I mean, they were obviously really fucking tired. Imagine being awake for five no. days, let alone six times that. I can't. So the subjects hardly complained, though, because they thought that it might deter the researchers from letting them be free afterwards that's so fucked up sorry i've got like a nose hair don't you like that do you need a tweezer <laughs> i might in a little bit if it keeps bothering me so they didn't really complain that much um but you could tell they were tired and their conversations and activities were monitored the entire time Ugh. and over oh, wait, so they were all in the same room? <laughs> yeah, they were all in the same room, oh, like, living together. I didn't know that. Okay. I think it was just, I don't think that was supposed to be part of the experiment. I think it was just close quarters called for Whoa. one airtight sealed chamber. Like, how many of those are you really going to fund? Holy shit. So, wait, did they have a bathroom? Yeah, they had running water. They had, like, a toilet. Oh, wow, okay. It was, like, basically, imagine not only having to stay awake for 30 days straight, but also having four fucking doormates. You're in a dorm, right. <laughs> Um, no. so, and no booze hidden under the mattress <laughs> yeah maybe they fermented the toilet water and oh. made like what's it called hot Ho- hooch hooch god em you're so cool i can't stand it <laughs> i dated a football player okay <laughs> so over time the conversations because they're monitoring them talking and interacting with each other over time their conversations got progressively darker oh and they started opening up more about increasingly traumatic incidents oh my god um from their past like things that they'd had to go through and like they were getting really emotional with each other and so psychologically they were losing it oh boy they started to complain about um their lives and how it they like ended up where they were like in this experiment like how they got to this point um and so they would bitch and moan about that nonstop, and then they started breaking down and crying and then they also started to demonstrate severe paranoia 24-7. Oh, so they, like, didn't trust each other. They, like, would they started sitting separately and away from each other. They stopped talking to each other. So they went from incredibly emotional to, like, not speaking and feeling like everyone was against them. This is, like, a scary episode of Big Brother. Yeah, this is actually, um, this is how they, like, practice you. Oh, this is the reality show. It's Russia's reality show is what you're saying. <clears throat> so they stopped talking to each other. And they also began taking turns whispering into the microphones. Oh, they began taking turns doing that? Yeah. Ew. And like looking in the windows and shouting into the windows. But when they would whisper into the microphones, they would whisper like 
dark secrets about the other people oh. trying to gain favoritism from the researchers. <laughs> so they're like, okay, your turn. Go whisper something about it's me. It's like the bitchy seventh grader, but five of them and they all have microphones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like funny. she's been wearing that for the last three days. Can you believe do you smell her? <laughs> she smells like a dead fucking body. <laughs> God, what a nightmare. She smells like she's trapped in a chamber full of gas. <laughs> and hasn't slept. And in- hasn't slept in five days. Holy shit. Um, I love how she thinks she can just get away with it. So <laughs> <laughs> obviously I'm going to whisper about it into this secret microphone. Are you listening? Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> so this was, so that reaction of them like totally just like, throwing each other under the bus and talking shit about each other. They thought that was initially thought to be a reaction to the gas of like the severe paranoia paranoia and trying to like get the other ones out of the chamber. I forgot about the gas. Who could forget? (laughs) Christine is the answer. So day nine comes out of 30. It's like the whole 30. Oh my God. It's but Russian. No wonder it's so familiar to me. There it is. No wonder I'm so. They weren't drinking either. This is why I'm whispering into this microphone. Oh, I'm going to start whispering all your secrets. Oh, yeah. You have a microphone that you whisper in, too. Yep. Don't you dare tell a dirty, dark secret of mine. All your secrets are going to go. I pretty much tell them all. I'm going to go put my head in a porthole and talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway, J9. Everything's been going as is. Then one of them just starts screaming nonstop. Oh, God. Like just like one long bellow for like three hours straight and like only stopping to like take a breath can i ask a dumb question how are they keeping them awake like because the gas that they're pumping in is like a stimulant to keep them up oh shit so like they can't sleep even if they wanted to right they're, that's the experiment is like if can they br- can they live off of this oh i thought I they were have just gonna like that. slap them every time they fell asleep or something <laughs> no but that's actually it's probably a more humane way to do that's this what i was thinking um but yeah in case that wasn't clear, because I, I said something in the beginning, but we all know I love my weird mumbling thing that I do where words <laughs> don't make sense. What? You know how, like, everyone made all this fucking noise about my zip recruiter nonsense? <laughs> zip recruiter. I just sometimes forget the R, guys. Okay, it's not Wait, a so deal. do we know what the stimulant is or no? It was, it was not English. It was Russian? I, yes, I just might have been. Actually, it was orange soda. So they just pumped... Like they pumped. Honestly, if you breathe enough of that in with that bubbly, effervescent thing going on that soda has, if you just breathe that in, that basically wakes you up real quick. Like all that, it literally fructose corn syrup in your brain. It's literally just orange. Just gaseous orange soda. Yeah, or is it gaseous? Don't do this to me. (laughs) Zip recruiter. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required and it's less expensive than takeout. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. I found myself recently recommending Factor to so many people in my life and this food is really good. So Blaze and I actually get to pick our own meals every week and, you know, separate them in the little drawer in the fridge and uh, make sure the other keeps their hands off. I personally love the cold brew smoothies. Those are always my go-to in the morning if I'm running around dropping Leona off, don't have time to cook myself breakfast. It's a great solution. Head to factormeals.com slash drink50 and use code drink50 to get 50% off. That's code drink50 at factormeals.com slash drink50 to get 50% off. Um, so one of them started screaming nonstop for three hours straight and just running around the chamber screaming. Good. Um, until... So he just screams, screams, screams until he totally loses his voice and he can basically only like squeak every now and then, like whatever sound, like no sounds coming out of his mouth. Wonderful. It was later discovered that he had torn his own vocal cords and he just kept screaming through the pain. Oh, God. While this happened, the other subjects didn't even react to it. They never seemed to even notice in the beginning. Not once did any of them react. It was as if they were totally blocked off to him doing this. Um. They just kept whispering into the microphones. Oh my god, this is so creepy. The same day, on on that same day that the subject started screaming, a second subject started screaming just as loudly. Oh good. So, more than one of them. The other, while he was screaming, the other subjects took the books that were in, in their little room, tore out the pages, smeared each of them with their own feces, good, and then stuck them calmly over the observation porthole windows. Oh, my God. Oh, Once- my God. <laughs> Can you imagine working there and being like, listen, this is my first day on the job. I don't know what to do. Uh, once the last window was covered, at the exact same moment that the feces-covered page was put on the window, the screaming stopped and so did the whispering, and there was no nothing but silence on the microphones for the next three days. Wait, so the... They didn't even... Just all sound ceased. What? They didn't even go in there to remove the papers? They just, like, let it be? Well, they didn't want to go in there. People were just <laughs> screaming for no reason and scared of each other. Like, oh God, this is so scary. What the fuck? So they can't see anything. They only have the mics to rely on, and now it's just silent. What in the world? So the researchers checked the mics. Um, it made no sense to them how literally not a single sound, not even like a crumple or a throat clear... It like no sound was coming from a room of five people for three days. That's the difference between our podcast and that. I was going to say it, we record in maybe two hours and you get a hundred clips of me going. (laughs) (laughs) So the oxygen consumption in the chamber Uh showed that all five of them were still alive. Whoa. Um, and it even showed actually that they were inhaling and taking in enough oxygen to show that they were all under either severe stress or they were just taking in heavy, heavy levels of oxygen, um, which is a sign of intense exercise. Oh, my God. But they're not doing anything that would even make them pant. 
Like if you're doing extreme, when I, I don't know about you, when I'm fucking exercising, <laughs> I'm going. Emma, I think you can remember that we're both elite athletes. Right. I'm sorry. So actually, we make no sound just like them. We just. But I'm that person in the gym who's just like praying to God by the end. So <laughs> the fact that they're making no sound and under this kind of duress is interesting that's scary yeah that's really scary so by day 14 the researchers um talk through the intercom and say like they they don't know what's going on like the oxygen levels say they're alive but literally not a single sound like it just they might as well not even be in there oh my god so the researchers intercom through the chamber and say quote we are opening the chamber to test the microphone step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot oh my god Com- <laughs> compliance will earn you immediate freedom it's like if you just lie down we'll just let you go oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy one voice in an eerily calm manner says we no longer want to be freed (gasps) and keep up that is the sound that's the first thing they've heard in three days i just got goosebumps so he says we no longer want to be freed oh no um the next day they, so after that, that three days go by, that's the first thing they hear. And then after that, no other sound is made for another 24 hours. So the next day... Oh, after, right. They don't have to test the mics anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's sorry. like, oh, like, the, the microphones work. They don't need to go in there. Okay. <laughs> um. So the next day after no other responses, they decide to open the door and go in there and see what the fuck's going on. Okay. So the vents in the chamber sucked out all the gas and filled the room with fresh air. And immediately, as soon as the fresh air is being pumped in, every single one of them, all their voices start screaming and they're begging for the gas to be turned back on. (gasps) Oh, no. The guards come in anyway and see that four of the five subjects are still alive. So one of them has died. Oh, shit. The stock of food that they had, and it's like enough to keep them going forever and ever. Looks like it's barely been touched since they went into the chamber. What? Since the 14 days started? This is now 15 days. Oh, my God. So over two weeks ago, and it looks like the food's barely been touched, and yet they've been surviving. Oh, no. Also, if I had nothing to do but have five months of free food next to me, I would just be eating and eating and eating. I would be so fat. They'd be like, if you can't sleep, but you can eat, I'd be like, well, that's one of my two favorite things. (laughs) So, um... Anyway, so there's one that's not alive, and the food looks like it hasn't been touched. So, the dead test subject... Ready? Oh, God, no. Okay. (laughs) Tell me. He had chunks of meat from his thighs and chest... (gasps) No. ...ripped out of him... No, no, no. ...and stuffed into the drain in the center of the floor so that the chamber... Like it, so they stuffed his own chest and thigh meat. Oh no, which is a word that they use, not me. Oh my god, put it into the drain so it blocked the drain for several days. So it allowed bloody water to flood the chamber for the last (gasps) like four days. The other subjects also had large chunks of muscle and skin ripped off of them. Muscle and skin ripped off of them. Vomit. They all also had exposed bone on their fingertips. Oh, God. Suggesting that their bodily, their bodily wounds were, one, self-inflicted, oh, no. and two, by their own hands, not by their teeth. They didn't, like, bite their muscle out. They oh. literally digged and digged, dug. They dug into their own bodies. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Until literally you could see the bone on their fingertips. Oh, my God. And their muscle and skin had been oh removed. Oh, my God. 
The abdominal organs below the rib cage had also been removed. What? Um, what? They had been taken out. They like, although the important. Okay, let's just start at one place. So above the rib cage. Let's just stay there. Please, please, let's stay there. While the important organs remained, such as the heart and lungs, most of the muscles on the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the rib cage. So you could see through oh. their ribs and see their lungs. I'm going to throw up. Now let's go down to the abdominal organs. Do we have to? <clears throat> Although they were still attached to their bodies. Oh, fucking hell. They had been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around no, them. No, M. So they're just standing there with all their organs still pumping, but lying on the floor next to them. How are they still alive? Good question. Their digestive tracts, for example. Digestive tracts for example, could be seen working. So like you could see them, you could see their digestive tracts digesting their own flesh that they had peeled off their bodies. So did they eat the flesh? They were eating their own flesh. Oh, I did not know that. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. They just stood there and kept screaming to be left in the chamber and to turn the gas back on. I don't know if it's more traumatic to open the door and see that or like be in the Can you imagine being the guard being like, nope. I would... (laughs) I, I signed on for a graveyard shift <laughs> Seriously. in the break room. I was told that all I had to do was listen to a microphone while I played Sudoku. <laughs> I was just supposed to listen to my true crime podcast, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm living one. Oh, fuck. So the subjects... So, okay. Then the guards are like, you have to be hospitalized. So the subjects ended up putting up quite a fight to be removed. Can you imagine fighting these people with their organs hanging it's out? It's like The Walking Dead, it's literally. Truly, yeah. So two of the guards died during this fight oh my god one had his throat ripped out <gasps> the other had his testicles ripped <gasps> off um uh, come on and an artery in his leg had been bitten so bad that it's severed okay so this, these are literally fucking zombies why are you telling me this <laughs> because we have a podcast and a fan base and i have to keep talking apparently oh, what did we do why are we doing this <sighs> i don't know <laughs> Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I'm driving here and I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> one of the four subjects that's still alive, because there was five and then that one right. died. <clears throat> like a normal fucking human, by the way. But then they ripped his fucking flesh out. Uh, one of the four remaining subjects died during this during this like battle to be removed from the chamber. Sounds like a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> it's the Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Zombies. The Chamber of Russian <clears throat> Zombies. Uh... One of the four subjects died when his spleen ruptured and he bled out. Fantastic. But also, when your spleen... I guarantee you, one of those fucking cops just stepped on it by accident. (laughs) They just just lying there on the ground. He's like, I thought this was a welcome mat. (laughs) The uh, medical researchers attempted to sedate these subjects, and they were injected with more than three times the average dose of sedatives. And even on that amount, these, quote, people... Um, still were able to break a doctor's ribs and arms before passing out. Holy crap. Didn't they think of pumping sedatives into the room? I, right. <laughs> you know, like they already had that m- method going for them. Uh, the surviving test subjects were moved to a hospital and they were still begging for the gas oh, to be pumped fuck. through their lungs. The most injured of the three was taken to have his organs placed back in his body. Oh. 
And he was apparently immune to the sedative that they were giving him to prepare him for surgery. So he died on the table before they could perform surgery. And they later found out that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen. Oh, no. Another one of the subjects was um, one of the ones that was screaming until he damaged his vocal cords. Mm. So since he can't talk anymore, he wasn't able to object to the surgery. But he was also immune to the anesthetic. So they did the surgery without sedative or painkiller. This is my nightmare. He did not react for the entire six-hour <gasps> procedure of putting his organs back in oh and covering them with whatever leftover skin they could oh find. Oh, my God. He didn't even react. One nurse, he did react. One nurse stated that she even saw his mouth curl into a smile several times. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> When the surgery ended, the subject attempted to talk to the surgeon, but couldn't use his voice. And so the surgeon gave him a pen. No. To like, what are you trying to say? And this was after the surgery. So he like, he's done with the procedure. The guy's just lying there. They give him a pen and he writes, keep cutting. (gasps) What? What is going on? The surgeon said it was impossible to operate on the last one because the patient laughed hysterically (laughs) the entire time. Um... I don't know. Why? The researchers asked why. Good. Me too. They had injured themselves and why they wanted to be given the gas again. And individually, all three of them just said, I must remain awake. All three subjects restraints were put back on them and they were put back into the chamber. I'm sorry. Of zombies. What? The chamber of orange soda. So (laughs) this is because that clarifies. things. Thank you. Um, this is because this research experiment, um, especially during World War II, a lot of the experiments that were kind of controversial were funded through the military. Oh. So since their, quote, military benefactors still wanted results and the 30 oh days God. hadn't finished, they demanded that they get put back. Oh, my God. They're like, <clears throat> they're like intestines back in. Off you go. Yep. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Toodaloo. Look, it was a tough time. All right. I mean, I can the tell. The 40s were rough. Yeah, I remember. I mean, the depression just happened. I mean, whew. there was a, a world a world war. A war of the world. There was two of them at one point, oh, I think. Oh, my God. No way. Separate times, I think. That's oh. what I heard. So in <clears throat> preparation for being sealed back into the chamber, the subjects were also connected to EEG monitors. Mm. So they could like at least read their brain waves. Um, and then had strong restraints put on to each of them so they just sat there for the next 15 days that was the idea that was the idea so their eegs were normal most of the time but sometimes it would flatline unexpectedly (gasps) in quote as if they were repeatedly suffering brain death before returning to normal oh and then they'd go back to normal that's so creepy watching the eeg for one of them that particular subject's brainwaves immediately changed to that of deep sleep. So like he finally fell asleep because apparently when they were putting them back, since they hadn't been inhaling this gas for long enough, the effects were wearing off. (gasps) And so they were starting to like fall asleep because they hadn't slept for fucking 15 days. Yeah. And so as before, like they could pump all the gas back in, one of them started falling asleep and the EEG monitor read it. So he fell into deep sleep and then flatlined and his heart stopped immediately and he died. (gasps) Holy shit. So do you think their bodies were like, we can't fall asleep? It was we'll almost die. like they can't function with sleep all of a sudden. Or, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
So the last surviving subject saw this and knew that the, the gas hadn't come on yet and began screaming and fighting against the restraints. And even though they were really strong and like really tight on him, he was still nearly breaking free, no. freaking out that he wasn't getting the gas pumped into his lungs. So scared, the now armed researchers, um, one of them pulled his gun and like shut the chamber, like shut down the chamber while he was still in there. Mm-hmm. So it was just the two of them in there pulled a gun, pointed it at him and said, what are you? I must know. Cause like this guy was like acting like a maniac and like able to rip away like leather restraints. He said, what are you? He's like, what the fuck are you? Hello. You made him this way. <clears throat> so apparently he then stops fighting. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Stares at him. Does the same creepy smile that the other one did while in surgery and says, have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds at night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. Look at my freaking arm right now. I regret not closing the blinds. Or the door that's wide open behind you. I regret meeting you and becoming your friend. Uh, the researcher freaked out and shot him in the head because as soon as he said that, he went back into trying to attack the guy. Oh my God. So shot him. And as he shot him, the guy laughed and then said, so nearly free and then died. And what the fuck? Is this real? <laughs> this is so scary. So. Oh my God. That's the urban legend of the Russian sleep experiment. So this is a creepy pasta. And it's one of the most popular creepypastas right up there with Slender Man. So it's not real? It's a creepypasta. Who knows? Oh, my God. Who knows? Creepypasta's not real. Who knows? Now I'm scared. So someone whose name I, 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 I really fucked up. I forgot the name. I'm sorry. But someone has identified, like, what makes a creepypasta viral. Like, what makes one go viral. And it has been suggested that the seven main things that make a creepy pasta creepy pasta story go viral um is that they have these seven things unexplained phenomenon first person narratives monsters slash supernatural beings cliffhangers murder creepy images creepy videos so her the person who did this her thought was that the perfect formula for a viral creepy pasta is that Exactly four of those seven, no more, no less, gives your story the best chance of going viral. So this story, for example, um, is a creepypasta with a total of, at the time that she did this study, over 64,000 shares. Whoa. Um, and it used, one, unexplained phenomenon, two, murder, three, monster slash supernatural beings, and four, a series of creepy images. of Because if you look it up online, the pictures are fucking wild. There's pictures? Yes, but they're creepy pictures that are black and white, so it like suggests like authenticity from a long time ago. But um, they're not real. <clears throat> the photos. If you don't if you don't believe in it, then no. What? Wait, tell me. It's a creepy pasta. Who the fuck knows? It's an urban legend, so I'm assuming no, but I also want to give our listeners like Oh, I see. A nightmare. I thought you were saying they were made black and white on purpose. No. Oh. Um so I will say this. They're at the time. The experimental setup um, was not the setup of a legitimate experiment back then. 
The chamber in which the subjects were housed was not easily observable because it just had those windows. Wait, so it actually happened? I'm saying if this, if this, chances are no. Okay. Chances are no. Who the fuck knows? But chances are no. Um, But reasons why it would not be logical is because the experimental setup was not legitimate. Oh, I see. Um, The chamber was not easy to observe there were no control groups and medically speaking that is not what fucking happening happens in human physiology um for example blood loss would have killed all of those people very fucking fast and you would have at least heard them ripping their skin I off i cannot believe you had me thinking that these people were walking around without organs also literature on sleep deprivation studies shows that chemical stimulants lose effectiveness over not over time they don't get stronger they uh oh, you, you become immune to them, to them. yeah so even if the only thing that this stimulant gas did was keep them awake, over time it would have wore down. Right, okay. Um, so I will say this. The Guinness record holder of most days without sleep um, was originally a student at a high school named Randy Gardner. He wanted to be um, in the Guinness World Records book. Randy, this is not the way to do it. So he went without sleep for 11 days. And he suffered bouts of dizziness, memory loss, slurred speech, hallucinations, and paranoia. But his uh, record was never legitimate because he was so tired he forgot to fucking, like, end it. Like, like clock stop it. <laughs> no! And also, he before he ever did this, he never filled out the right paperwork for a submission to the Guinness World Records. So they didn't even actually bring anyone to watch him do this. He just was like, he literally just I'm did it and thought away. he could report it to the Guinness World Records and they'd be like, oh, okay. Randy, come on. So the official title holder, who actually also beat him, um, her name was Maureen. She lives in England and she stayed awake for 17 days, oh, 18 days and 17 hours. Jesus. During a rocking chair marathon, which is the sleepiest opportunity. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have many questions. It's like, why? Okay. First of all, what the fuck's a rocking chair marathon and Thank how you. do I join? Second, like, that's like asking me to get on a cozy couch when it's a little chilly out with a perfect heavy comforter, maybe my gra- my gravity blanket, <laughs> and some hot tea, and then stay awake for 18 days. That's, Impossible. That's insane. So that's like two feats in one. Um, she still holds the record for sleep deprivation to this day and will continue to do so until time because Guinness has actually retired that record. Wow. In fear it's dangerous. Of, yeah, in yeah. fear of people hurting themselves. Or, you know, like ripping their skin off with their fingers. Or that. So, I just wanted to give those fun facts. God, you just really freaked me out. Thanks. I can't believe you didn't tell me until afterward it was a creepypasta. You had me going I wanted you to care. I wanted you to care about the art of storytelling. You had me there. You writer on Nickelodeon, you. This is like now the No Sleep Podcast. (laughs) We've done it. Oh, my God. I'm just going to drink my pomplamousse, La Croix, (laughs) while you tell me about a good old... How do you say murder in in French? Mort. I don't know. Well, no, M-O-R-T, that's death. Like, because Voldemort is face of death. Oh, interesting. But I think it's similar. Let's see. Murder in French. Google tells me. Meurtre. All right, close enough. Okay. Okay. Well, this is not a fake story. Okay. But it's a timely story. Love a good timely story. Oh, wait. Maybe I don't. 
<laughs> we'll find out. It's happening right now. Shit. Um, I am going to cover the case of the Turpin family in Paris, California. Mm. Not, All right. Not to be confused with our Parisian friends. Do not confuse them. <laughs> Paris, P-E-R-R-I-S. I'm ready. The lesser known Paris. You don't know the story? You might when you hear it. I think I do, because I've definitely seen the name Turpin. It's like it's like currently... Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I've kind of blocked it out, but I do know what's happening. All right. We'll so see. it's an ongoing case because it broke so recently, but I'm just going to tell you what I've dug up so far. Just shoot me the facts. In the early morning hours of January 14th, 2018, so about a month and a half ago, Okay. Uh, 911 dispatchers received a call from a 17-year-old girl asking for help. She had climbed out of her bedroom window and called 911 with a defunct phone that she had uh, found in her house that could only be used in emergencies because it was, you know how like legally all phones are required to be able to call 911? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, guys, good safety tip. If you have a phone that doesn't work anymore, keep it charged in case you need to use it in emergencies. Just saying. So she was able to call 911. She told police that her parents were holding her and her siblings hostage and that they needed help. When police got to her, she showed them photos of conditions in the home, so they believed her. Shit. Uh, Then deputies of the Riverside County Sheriff's Department converged on the house where they found 12 other children and adults between the ages of 2 and 29 being held prisoner in their own home by their parents, David and Louise Turpin. Some of them were shackled to their beds with chains and padlocks. Jesus. Also, like, how many kids is that? Thirteen. Yowza. We'll get into it. We'll oh, come. we... Oh, yeah. We'll crack into it. I, I sure hope so. The parents were arrested, obviously, and are currently in custody awaiting trial. Uh, they've pleaded not guilty to the dozens of charges against them, which include 12 counts of torture, 12 counts of oh. false imprisonment, seven counts of abuse on a dependent adult, and six counts of child abuse. Shit. And then David Turpin was individually charged with a lewd act on a child under 14 years old by force. Oh, fuck. Okay. So. I'm invested and pissed. It is bananas. It's a wild ride. So everything I'm going to talk about from now on, I want to preface with allegedly because the trial hasn't happened. They've pleaded not guilty. So they're presumed innocent by the law. Mm -hmm. So this is all allegedly, but this is basically what happened. Um, Okay. So this is a really extreme and bizarre case because the abuse was being done to multiple children by two parents which is rare because usually child abuse is typical when there's one child um and the fact that as far as authorities can tell no one has ever reported the family to the police or child services in the past um so i'm going to start from the beginning david allen probably a good place to start (laughs) david allen turpin uh, was born October 17th, 1961, and Louise Anna Turpin was born May 24th, 1968. They were married in 1985 in Parisburg, Virginia. Oh, don't do this to Virginia. What is with all the Paris? P-E-A-R-I-S. Look, I don't claim to be a part of that part of Virginia. <laughs> Parisburg. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were married when David was 23 and she was 16. Okay, flag one. Yeah, they eloped. And pissed off. Did they? Pissed off her father, who was a pastor named Wayne. Also, not surprised. Yeah. 
Um, according to his parents, David Turpin is a computer engineer who graduated from Virginia Tech. <sighs> Don't his, do that to Virginia Tech. His 1979 high school yearbook listed him as the treasurer of the Bible Club, co-captain of the chess club, and a member of the science club and a cappella choir. Just for fun facts. Oh, love a good fun fact. Louise Turpin's occupation is listed in court documents as homemaker. That's all the fun facts she gets, apparently. Okay. Um, the couple are adherents of the Quiverful movement. There it is. I was wondering if they were Quiverful. And Pentecostalism. So, you know what Quiverful is, right? I do. Okay. Yes. So, I don't think everybody does, because I didn't know about it until I listened to my friend's podcast, Dude That's Fucked Up, mm-hmm. which my friend Nicole and her friend Aaron did an episode on the Quiverful christian movement um and it's just like it blew my mind and then i saw some people post in their private facebook group like oh i grew up in that mm-hmm. in a quiverful household so it was fascinating low-key culty yeah so basically for those of you who don't know um quiverful is a movement of conservative christian couples that sees children as a blessing from god and encourages procreation while abstaining from all forms of birth control so they basically live by the slogan be fruitful and multiply mm-hmm. um they believe that uh well because they're building god's army basically yeah that's, so that's why they want to procreate as much as they can they uh they believe that the devil deceives Christian couples into using birth control so that children that God otherwise willed to create are prevented from being born. And they maintain that God himself opens and closes the womb of a woman on a case-by-case basis. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> no, he has nothing. He stays... Oh, right. It's just the devil. He, just... No, God does the womb. Jesus keeps his hands off, you know? <laughs> Jesus has other things to worry about. But God himself is... Opening and closing Just it up. Just the OBGYN, apparently. He's a... I thought about it, too. Yeah, it doesn't work, does nope. it? Mm. He's the OBGYN. That's not going to work. Nope. Uh, yeah, he's like the gatekeeper, though. Apparently, he just opens and closes it by will. <laughs> Whatever. I don't really know what that means. But uh, obviously, the most famous case that embraces this ideology is the Duggar family of mm-hmm. 19 kids and counting. Um, they've said they're not formally quiverful Christians, but their ideology kind of mirrors the principles of it. They also are. Yeah. So. Yes. I actually regularly keep up with um, counting on. I know. You told me this. I do. It kind of weirds me out, but I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to let you and your weird hobbies go. Thank you. Look, um, it's them and the Kardashians. So I've got like one on each. I've got one on each spectrum. No, they're all just reality <laughs> show. I know. But like, I've got like the polar opposites. Oh, God. I'm somewhere in between the insanity of both. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> the insanity. But there's no normal in between there. It's just like. <laughs> it's just a blur. The full spectrum. Oh, just a blur of chaos. It's a big circle. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. So the Turpins homeschooled their children. Um, and their homeschooling involved memorizing the Bible. I mean, I went to Catholic school, so it's not far off. But let's move on. Uh, Louise Turpin's half-brother, Billy, told several news organizations that uh, his sister... Wait, I just accidentally clicked on Fort Worth, Texas. What's happening? Okay. Do you hear my stomach? Yeah, I do hear it. It's so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, what's going on? Christine made me spaghetti with pasta. So <laughs> Spaghetti with pasta. Jeez, what's wrong? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> spaghetti with pasta sauce. Christine made me a stroke. 
Uh, Louise Turpin's half-brother, Billy Lambert, told several news organizations that she had aspired to have a reality TV show focusing on their large family. Well, it's already happened, so yeah. sorry, girl. Well, she thought they were, like, her mm. role models or something. Yeah, okay. Okay, um, who's like, well, no, this is, like, the one that, like, it becomes abusive as shit, right? Yes. Okay, so that's why, like, I'm Oh, yes, I'm okay, I understand what you're saying. Yes. Um... I thought you were saying that Duggar family was not a... Ro- I'm like, no. you just compared yourself <laughs> to them moments ago. Okay, so as far as um, investigators and media can tell, the couple um, lived, owned property or had lived in um, Fort Worth, Texas for a while. And while they were living there, they lived there, I think, for 19 years. And while they were living in Texas, one of the girls actually escaped the first time. Um, she tried to run away, but the police brought her home and no further investigation was done. Uh, they moved out in 2010 because they had trashed the house so bad it was unlivable. Um, and after they moved out, neighbors visited the property uh, and the landlord to like look around. This is upsetting. They found feces throughout the home, beds with ropes tied to them, several dead cats and dogs in a trailer, and large piles of garbage around the property. Um, One of the neighbors found two chihuahuas on the property who had survived by eating dirty diapers for, like, weeks. Shit. And um, the dirty diapers were just piled up in the back of the Ford Ford F-150, and the chihuahuas had survived just eating them. And so they were rescued, but there were other dead cats and dogs that the family just left there in the trailer you know what's weird and horrible to me is if i were a dog in that trailer and surrounded by dead dogs Isn't that it's like you can't even explain to them what's happening or what's going on no, i know that's why it's so fucking tragic mm-hmm. it really upsets me yeah so they just left them there psycho so um they went into the house and saw that the living room had been fashioned into a makeshift classroom that was covered in feces and excrement uh, they noticed that everything had locks on it. The closet, the toy chest, the refrigerator, and there were no beds, just mattresses. So they moved out and moved to California, and the neighbors never notified authorities. They just oh, weird had it cleaned up. Even with all the dead cats and dogs, I'd be like, something yeah. really wrong is happening. would be like, these are parents of multiple children. Yeah, exactly. Like a dozen children <clears throat> live in this house with shackles on the walls. Yeah. But okay. Um... So in California, so they moved to California, um, and neighbors always thought like some they were strange, but never really knew. I mean, never obviously knew what was going on in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really discreet and kept to themselves. One of the neighbors saw the three of the Turpin kids putting up Christmas decorations one year, um, and she said, uh, "This is what she said. We said, oh, the decorations look so nice,' and they froze." Like when young children want to divert a threat, they think they can pretend to be invisible. That was the last time the family ever put out Christmas lights. So, like, they couldn't even... Neighbors Weird. were like, they're just strange kids. Like, they yeah. won't talk to us. Um, so, over time, the abuse of the children escalated. The children were only allowed one shower a year. Ugh. And were only allowed to eat one meal a day. They would be punished for washing their hands too much. And if they washed their hands above the wrist, they'd be accused of playing in the water. And their punishment would include being physically abused, sometimes strangled, and they were often punished for weeks or months at a time. 
They were initially hogtied with ropes to their beds. Fuck. But when one escaped, they began to use chains and padlocks. And they often refused to let the children out to use the bathroom. So the kids were obviously severely malnourished. The 29-year-old weighed 82 pounds. Fuck! But the parents would sometimes set out food, like they would make pies, and then just set them in front of the kids while they were chained up for them to look at, but not eat. Um, the house was also filled with toys in their original packaging so that the kids could see them but not play with them. That's just like another level of like That's so fucking mean fucking torture. Um, <clears throat> a neighbor back in Texas said that one Christmas they had bought the kids eight new children's bicycles, but left them outside and they were never touched until they just got bleached in the sun. Brand new kids bikes and they just never got touched. So none of the children had ever been to a dentist. They uh, hadn't been to a doctor in more than four years. Um, they kept a strict schedule of sleeping all day and being awake all night to limit their interaction with the mm -hmm. public. Keep in mind, this is like now, like this just yeah. got discovered. It's just crazy to think that your neighbor could be like, but this could still be fucking happening. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> One of the older boys took classes at a nearby community college, but his mom, like, chaperoned him there and back and, like, waited for him outside so he couldn't tell anyone do anything. Any yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you think he even convinced her to, like... I mean, I, I don't know. I guess at that point you're kind of just under their control, you know? Like... Weird. I don't know. So, but, like... But it's, like, Elizabeth imagine, like, smart, remember? Like, they would yeah. just take her places and... Yeah, but I imagine, like, in the middle of always being hogtied, like, how do you say, like, hey, I know I can't eat that pie in front of me, but can you pay for me to go to a college classroom? Like, I mean, it was probably, like, something they thought was a good idea. Mm. Like, I don't know if it was his idea. I see. He's, like, Maybe the they, like, older forced son. him to go. Yeah. Gotcha. I can see them being, like, get a job or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, one of the only things the kids were allowed to do was read and write. Um, authorities found hundreds of journals in the house and they're now being combed through for evidence. Can you imagine being one of the people who like reads through all these journals? That's gotta be such a bad job. Oh, that's twisted. Um, but there were no reports the whole time that they lived in California either. The only interactions that police ever had with the family, um, were in 2001 when the family dog bit the four year old daughter and the girl was hospitalized and the dog was put down. And then in 2003, their pigs got out and ate the neighbor's dog food. But the family just replaced the dog food and the trash can, and then police didn't notice anything else awry. Um, so <clears throat> this is another weird one. David and Louise renewed their vows three times, all with the same Elvis impersonator in Las Vegas. Hmm. Uh, Kent Ripley, who was the Elvis impersonator, spoke out. Because they brought all 13 children along to the last two vow renewals. Mm -hmm. um, and there's like photos and stuff. And he's just horrified that he didn't detect anything and said they were like charming and nice. And he thought like, oh, they're just a little strange, but they all seem to love each other. And the kids were happy and the parents were in love. So he was like, I didn't notice anything. The real question is like, when are you going to tell me that I'm going to be wearing an elvis costume <laughs> when i marry you I in saw, place i saw your eyes kind of glaze over for uh -huh. a minute and you just disappeared there i was like oh let me think about this one like <laughs> what am i gonna do interesting blaze did 
Did you know that I'm actually going to be an Elvis impersonator at your wedding? That's cool. <laughs> See, that's all it takes. So you're down with that? Yeah, why not? Elvis See? is the king of pop. Yep, man. so am I. King of rock and roll or something like that. I think Michael Jackson is the king of pop. My Missouri grandmother loves Elvis, so... Well, then maybe maybe she'll finally maybe love she'll me. Come now. <laughs> maybe she'll want to come now. <laughs> Featuring, starring, special guest, Envis. No, hmm. wow, I hate that. Oh, I do too. Envis. Nope. Saying it again doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, that's not happening. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, okay, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it. So, um, that's a new one. So, there are photos of him, of like the parents getting married with Elvis, and then all 13 kids, and all the girls are wearing the same like purple dress with white shoes. Ugh, okay. It's really creepy. Um, this, and they're all really pale. That was the other thing. They're like, white paint like they're so practically see-through because they never go outside in the daytime um so the 17 year old girl and another sibling had actually been planning their escape for two years um and she and another sibling left the house the morning of january 14th but one turned back and went home out of fear the younger one but the older girl kept going and called 911 with the cell phone found inside the house mm-hmm um, so when David and Louise were finally arrested, police were shocked to learn that seven of the 13 children were actually adults, the oldest being 29, because they looked so thin and frail. Like I said, she was 80 something pounds despite Jeez. being 80 or 29 years old. Um, and they look like, if you look at them, they look like they're young teenagers, but they're adults. So when they looked into the family's address, they noticed that their house was listed as the Sandcastle Day School. Weird. All right. A private K through 12 school. And that David Turpin was listed as a principal. When they, pick, when they got all 13 children out of the house, they hospitalized them. Um, and they were so malnourished, they were at risk of shock. The six minors, who were ages 2 to 17, were transported to um, the Riverside County Regional Medical Center from the sheriff's department where they were admitted to the pediatric unit for treatment. Um, and then the seven adult children uh, are being treated at the Corona regional medical center. Um, they were described as small and clearly malnourished, but stable relieved and very friendly. Um, and as of late February, so like now uh, the seven adult children remain at the medical center and the six younger siblings have been split to be cared for um, between two foster homes. The 17-year-old, when asked if there was medication or pills in the home, didn't know what medication or pills were. Uh, They didn't know what a toothbrush was, and they had to be taught by nurses how to brush their teeth. So sad. Um, David Turpin... Oh, they're also being introduced to Harry Potter movies. Oh, that's very (laughs) anti-quiverful, by the way. (laughs) I imagine so. Wow. I imagine so. Uh, (laughs) David Turpin, 56, has also been charged with one count of a lewd act on a child by force. Um, And the alleged victim is one of the Turpin's daughters, but they haven't released any more information beyond that. So that'll come out in the coming weeks, I imagine. Um, On February 23rd, 
yeah, 2018. So, so last week, guys, five days ago, uh, the Riverside County District Attorney filed an additional three charges of child abuse against the couple and one felony assault charge against Louise individually. And then they, a, a Riverside judge also barred the parents from contacting the children for the next three years, including by phone or electronically. They can't be within 100 yards of their children or attempt to get their addresses. And if convicted, uh, David and his wife face up to 94 years to life in prison. Should have rounded it to 100. I know. They are being held on bail of $12 million each and are due back in court uh, in March. And their house has become a tourist attraction, which is kind of fucked up. Like, people are peering through the windows and are taking selfies in front of it. Oh, no. It's, like, so fucking twisted. Um, One neighbor said that she was outside and these people were like, can you take a photo of us? And they, like, posed in front of the house. Uh, So fucking... Anyway. I mean, like, we're one to talk, though, because we'll go to, like, a whole bunch of, like, we'll go to Alcatraz and... Yeah, that's true, but it's like that's been made into it. Yeah, we're not like seeking it. I get no, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, there's a fine line between those. I think. I think also enough time has passed that it's not raw. It's more like history now. It's not. Yeah, it's not like a breaking news story. We're. It's like it's like a fucked up history, but it's a history. Yeah, this is not yet history. It's literally happening right now. Yeah, and the neighbors have to like deal with it too. And yeah, yeah. Um. It's your brother. Oh, delivering tea? Oh, man. Thanks. All right. Oh, he, he just ba- brought me he, sweet tea. He bowed, too. Oh, I saw the bow. I liked it. I also like your hair. It's growing out. Why are you complimenting him so much? He's, I like him more than you. I mean, I know that. I do like your hair that length. Are you cutting it again soon or no? Uh, no. Good call. No, I am not. Can you get out of my face? <laughs> All right, we're done with you. Why is it so dark in here? We were trying to make a make a mood lighting. It's working. Thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you for my glass of sweet tea. Such a gent. Hey, d- he, listen. Ah, he did a wink at a point. Why did he do that? <laughs> if he winks one more time, I swear to God. I love it. He's like Lurch from the Adams Family, but like happy and bubbly. I don't even. Like, I've never seen that show. Stop it. I know. I just cut you off in that by saying I've never seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Lurch before Lurch looked dead. Good. Just um, give. Lurch is the butler. Oh, I thought Lurch was the big thing with hair all over it. That's cousin it. Oh, I thought that was the clown. The clown? There's no clown. I just mean it. Oh, shut up. No, I'm not kidding. I thought... No, it, it is also... It is a Stephen King well, I know clown that. named Pennywise. Oh, Pennywise. Ew, what a fucking... But Cousin cl- It is a... Literally just a giant it clump all of the hair, animated right? hair. Yes. And then there's The Thing, which is just the hand that's cut off at the wrist that oh, runs around. Jesus. It's like their pet. That's so creepy. Fun fact about the Adams Family, the whole set was actually bright pink instead of black and white but because it was a black and white camera they needed to pick up on different shades of gray wait are you serious yeah google it right now it's worth it because they made it pink it was pink because the camera was only picking up black and white but they wanted multiple shades of gray so it's all multiple shades of pink holy crap yep fiction in fact from m's almanac (laughs) why why are you doing that let's just talk about the turpins again did you hear that? What'd you say? 
Blaze approves. Oh my god, that's all I've what ever wanted. What is happening here today? <laughs> that's all I've ever Why wanted. Why can't everybody just shut up? What is going on? M should tell all the jokes. Blaze. Quote Blaze. I'm going to have to talk to you later. He should have finished the sentence with, at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, M should do all the singing. No, no. Uh, if you want to be Elvis. What if I juggle as Elvis with a red nose while I'm also marrying you guys and telling all the jokes? I think it'd be <laughs> quite a sight. I think I, even I want to see that, actually. <laughs> I can't say no. Okay. So, let's get back to this fucked up shit. Okay. So, the case has moved people around the world to donate about $570,000 to support, and keep in mind, it's been like a month, to support the children's medical expenses, education, etc. Um, some of the donation, oh, and offers of adoption have also come in from all over the world. Well, that's good. Which is really sweet. That's really heartwarming. So that's at least comforting. The neighborhood has put to, like, the neighborhood that they lived in. Um, a lot of people were just upset that they didn't notice anything worse was happening. I'd feel like shit, too. Yeah. I'd all be like, I can't believe that happened so close under to me. I didn't know. Right. So a lot of them feel really guilty. But they put together 13 large duffel bags with toiletries, hand crocheted blankets, toys, and all the necessities. Um, and they're hoping to give the bags to the children as soon as they're released from Child Protective Services. That's awesome. And the president and CEO of the Corona Chamber of Commerce has also done a lot to help them. He said um, that one of the things the hospital has said is that the kids would like to have an iPad or something to, like, learn more about the world. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine having to learn the whole... You don't even know what a toothbrush is. Someone hands you an iPad, what are you going to do with that? I know. Oh, my God. So, um... He took that request to his Rotary Club, and in one minute, 13 people stood up and said they are buying iPads for the kids. One minute. Wow. Yeah. So um, he said he was even approached last Thursday by a homeless man who pulled $2.38 from his pocket to give to the kids. God, that's so heartwarming. I know. And apparently he said, I want to give this to the kids. And he said, no, you need that. And then the kid, the homeless man said, I want those kids to know people all over the world are praying for them. Oh, God, that is just if that doesn't get you in the heart, nothing will. I know. Um, so last thing I want to say is that there is a great Time Magazine article or a uh, piece by Maude Julienne, who was held in captivity by her father for 18 years. And she wrote about this case. And it's basically like how this happened yeah. for so long. And she said people are shocked that it happened for so long, but she knows it can because it happened to her. And she is now a psychotherapist, and she is she explains how people were able to overlook it or miss it mm-hmm. from a psychological perspective. Um, and she also wrote a memoir called The Only Girl in the World that is now on my bucket list of books to read. But um, yeah, so that's the case of the Turpin family, and it's ongoing, and let's hope some justice is served. Yes. Yes. Served yes. cold. Yes, indeedy. All right. Good good one. Thanks. I mean, horrible. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Everyone send your good vibes to all of them. Please. Yes, please. Do you have a geoscope? No. It's kind of needed. <laughs> I'll pull one up real quick. All right. So I found a geoscope. Ready? <clears throat> a new creative project of some kind, perhaps involving modern technology... Could set your career in a new direction, Scorpio. 
This may be the break you've been hoping for, and you're apt to be very excited about it. Any new enterprise begun today is going to have its ups and downs, but all signs indicate that it will succeed. Consider the project carefully before making a decision. Then if it feels right, go for it. This is camp- Geo's campaign initiative to move in with me. <laughs> no! He's like, I think it'll work. I think I can do it. No! It's his Instagram profile. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, he's so handsome and so sweet. Oh, my God. He's not moving away from me. Don't say that. Do you know how sweet he was when I was trying to get my notes done? He literally just plopped right down next to me and didn't leave for a very long time. Mm. Such a good boy. He went to the vet today and he got three shots that made him sleepy and he had an orange bandage on his paw. And that's why he drinks. Yes. Aw, baby G. But he's beginning a new enterprise with technology, (laughs) apparently. Just saying. He's quite the entrepreneur. Yeah, the vet was very impressed. Quite the uh, internet conglomerate. That really is something in LA, I would say, when I take my dog to the vet. Like, oh, he has a new technological enterprise. (laughs) It's okay. It's it's really bustling. It's climbing up there. (laughs) Star sign said it, so... (laughs) That oh is the L.A. part. That's the L.A. part. My dog star signs telling me that he's got like a, a technology advancement coming. <laughs> that part's way. more like Silicon Valley. It's kind yeah. of like a fusion. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was fun. Oh, the plane wanted to come by. It's mine. Maybe that's Geo's technological advancement. Oh, his own little launch pad. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Sorry for <laughs> just probably ruining your appetite with those um you can find us on facebook twitter instagram at atwwd podcast you can also find our website and and that's why we drink.com you can find our uh shop and that's why we drink.bigcartel.com you can find we have new merch sorry we have new merch yep you can find our email at and that's why we drink at gmail.com where you can write in your personal stories we put out a new listeners episode every first of the month which happens to be March 1st, it happened a couple days ago. Um, if you haven't listened to our newest listener story, you should. And I think that's it. Our Patreon, ATWWD Podcast. Please, please, please donate. You have no idea how much you help us. You get us to places such as CrimeCon. You will also be helping us get to places such as live shows one day. You will be funding Geo's technological enterprise. Correct. I just really hurt my elbow. Oh, God. All right. Well, anyway, thank you guys, and that's why we drink. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.